This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Daddy Carlisle is pissed that his sweet granddaughter is sleeping with that blonde whore, Lori. Also, guys, we have a special guest. It's Christina Kirkman. We got a lot of questions to ask her. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Whoa! Okay. Step is back there doing some things. Wait a minute. They change the music. I like it. I, I love, love it. it. Okay. Y'all, we have so much to talk about. We have Lori guys here, and that is Christina Kirkman, guys. She's a special guest. So we got a lot of questions to ask her. But before we get into it, let me introduce myself. I'm AJ, your host, and my lovely host, D Ran. What's up? I am here. And hey, Christina. Hello. Guys, thanks for having Girl, me. Girl, I'm so glad you're here because it's the mid-season finale and we have some questions to ask. <sighs> I'm so, sure you do. But before we get into it, I have to ask you first, Dean Ryan, what did you think about tonight's episode? Tonight's episode was great. It was like back-cracking kids <laughs> stealing, people dying. I was like, oh my God. I loved it. I loved it. What do you think, Christina? I thought it was good. It, you know, like we watched it at the same time as you guys. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different plots that it was like... It was a lot. I was yeah. stressed. Um, I loved the ending. I thought it was very good. I was emotional. Um, I think Bella needs to be on the mm. hot seat, and Lori has graduated from hot seat. Mm. Just saying, but you know, you know, I I would agree with you. Thank you. Um, my overall thoughts for tonight's episode was it was it was a good mid season finale, and I can't wait to it starts back um in our in the fall time. So let's just go ahead and get into your character. So I had to open it up because you know Daddy Carlisle he is not happy. He He's did not. he. He did call you that blonde whore, and I'm like, whew, you got a lot of heat tonight. But Carly said y'all in love. I know. Are y'all in love? Is it love? God, I mean, I think so. <laughs> like, listen, I people think that we know some grander scheme that's going on than you guys know, but we kind of know just as much as you guys mm-hmm. know what's gotcha. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I was also very confused. I think that at some point, maybe Lori was following some kind of plot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole scene with my mom at the gala when um, when she said, "Keep working that daughter." Yeah. The script literally said, "Smile, kind of nod, and look away," and that's all I knew. But mm-hmm. I think it's very apparent that maybe. Mm-hmm. My mom or my dad wanted something to happen. At the end of the day, I think Lori caught some feels. Mm. And I think that you can tell that she is very used to being in control and she's very much used to using her sex as a weapon. And I think she underestimated her mm. 
feelings for Carly. And I think now Carly, like, the player got played a little bit. Mm. So, I mean... So when you when you say I, I know um like when Essence came come, came on the show and barely everything talk about the Bible right this mm-hmm. like Bible this mm-hmm. character Bible or something like that so do it, does it not give you more in depth about the motives or anything like that I mean Lori's character is not a series regular character gotcha uh, A B I know so the Bible's only for series regular well I mean I do, I'm not in Atlanta full time you gotcha. know so I'm not communicating as much with the writers as you know the series regulars who are living there and kind of going to every table read. Um, I know pretty much what you guys know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay. I was told when we shot the show that, you know, because Lori's sexuality was also a question of mine, like, what what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, she, it seems like she's very fluid. And I think, like I said before, she's modern freaky. day. Yeah, she's freaky. I mean, <laughs> freaky. Can you believe fluid. it? Freaky. Um, but I think that she's very, I keep calling her a modern day femme fatale. Like mm-hmm. she's very used to captivating an entire room. Mm-hmm. She's used to getting her way with sex. And whether that's a man or a woman, like, I don't know, she mm-hmm. just wants to get some. And uh, I think her career is very important to her and that trumps everything. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first time that maybe love is trumping that a little bit and she doesn't like that. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But that's what I know. I mean, I'm not hiding anything from you guys. Okay. Well, you know, I remember um, one of the previous episodes, we had a issue or we had a debate about whether... You were leading Carly on. Right. I thought you was playing her. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I, thought I know. I saw yeah. you put me on blast. Yeah. Like, why so, am I <laughs> we all thought that because it planning. seemed like you said it was a, a ulterior motive when it first started. Right. But so it, I. <laughs> <laughs> so was I right? This guy was right. Listen, I, I, right. I under. Like, obviously, I'm biased. Like, I love Lori, but yeah. like, I understand that people would think that. Um, I think that <laughs> it seemed that way too because Lori is Carly definitely grew into her own mm-hmm, on the show mm-hmm. but at first she was very naive and I think that she was e- easily manipulated like for an example I also don't even know yet um, episode one when I f- lick her lips and I say does mommy and daddy know yet mm-hmm. I don't know how I know that so obviously there's some other history that has gone on that l- leads me to believe that Carly's gay. Mm-hmm. So I, there's yeah. a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know that would answer a lot of those questions for me. But yes, I do think that um, playing her, I don't know. I think that maybe she was having some fun and, you know, gotcha. got feelings. Mm-hmm. But... Okay, that was a lot. That was stressful. And I will say props to Stephanie for actually not genuinely not caring that her daughter's a lesbian. I love that. Because I will say I was surprised. We all thought Stephanie was going to be upset and mad, but mother of the year, she cares. I mean, it's about time she did something (laughs) redeeming. Um, No, I I was very pleased Mm -hmm. at, at how they handled or the writers wrote that especially because it seemed very genuine mm-hmm. you know it didn't seem like um anything other than a you know a genuine love for her daughter yeah. so i did 
respect that. Mm-hmm. I don't respect how she talks about me. Yeah. But I respect that she yeah. loves her daughter. So. Yes. So, okay, so Lori, we find out that Lori goes to her father after getting exposed. But we all thought that Hunter was going to be, I thought he was going to be upset that you was messing with Carly. Did but, you? I didn't think that. I mean, no, not upset, but I didn't think that he was, he gonna was going like to, like, embrace it like that. Like, use it to his advantage yeah I uh, were you shocked when you read that in the script you know it's so funny I I got so close to working with Brian uh, my dad um, that he's just his reaction on the show is what I would assume his reaction would be in real life so I think I wasn't surprised in the moment because I'm like oh this is so Brian to do this Um, but no, I, nothing surprises me on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. I've just learned nothing, um, including his reaction. I, uh, But yeah, it, it's interesting too now because this last scene that we just had, um, I didn't, it was the first time that I didn't really take his side in the mm-hmm. boardroom where mm-hmm. I was kind of like, hey, right. I agree with Titus. So Both I, y'all was having relationship issues. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. The, the relationship with my father is very interesting because, um, you know, Lori does come from the South and she does have that that you know respect your father and your parents and and do what they say but I do kind of see her at that crossroads a lot where she doesn't know mm-hmm. where to go um but my dad's reactions never surprise me anymore nobody's mm-hmm. do um but I uh yeah I think also having a daughter like me he just got used to like oh what now some combo yeah. stuff because you know Lori's mm-hmm. freaky Mm. So, D-Rant, is that a smart move? What, how do you feel about her father saying, hey, let's use this? I, th- I think he played it smartly. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this one time, as you can tell, uh, Lori is not the type of person that you can tame. And I think he, 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 the daddy knows that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, the daddy's not the type of person you can tame. So, she right. learned it from somewhere. Right. Yeah. And so, he's like, you know what? If I can't beat him, let me join him. Let me exploit this right. opportunity. This is one leg up. And what he did mention is this can be used to directly combat their campaign of right. them being the, like, quote-unquote white devil. So yeah. we're so bad, then why is your, one of yours dating one of ours? Yep. Right. So he was able to spin it. He did a pull to Chris Jenner. Um, <laughs> and he was able to spin it in the a way. The devil works harder, but Chris Jenner works hard. This is true. <laughs> this is and true. so, I mean, I respect that hustle. I was just joking, you know, because I was on we the love, Kardashian show. I do love Chris. <laughs> I do love her because I was like, I'm a paycheck. Um, <laughs> but I will say, I do respect how you can, how she's able to, or that anybody is able to maneuver uh, and go uh, take something that could be bad and make it good. Yeah. So, I also think like he it. has so many other bigger problems going mm-hmm. on right now that he's also like, yeah. is this really worth my time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so Stephanie, she's not here for her daughter's relationship with Lori, but I have to say, do we blame Stephanie for not wanting Carly to be with Lori? Is she Stephanie wrong? No. No? Not even a little bit. Uh-uh. I wouldn't want her neither. Uh, uh, I mean, I feel like I can't speak on... I mean, <laughs> somebody is is sleeping with Greg. Like, right. everyone get and off everyone back. Else. Also, yeah. But Stephanie is more arrogant to the point where she thinks that she can handle it, and she probably thinks that Lori cannot, because it will get burned, mm-hmm. which really, right. now, that part probably irritates me a little bit about Stephanie, and the only reason why is because I think she's gotten to the point where it's almost arrogant, to where she was in a boardroom and her emotions were starting to flare up, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's in this boardroom meeting and she's talking to these people about their investors. She's like, you can get out if you want to. It's like, girl, he dicked you down two times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slow down. Uh, and like she's just like taking, and I'm just like, and now she lost all this money by just pushing him to the edge because he didn't crack your back a couple times. Like, girl, oh my God. <laughs> well, I will girl. say this. I, I was told um, right at the top of shooting that uh, Lori 
and um, Stephanie are essentially the same character. So mm-hmm. we and and we have that whole scene at mm-hmm. her house where she says, "If you didn't have Hunter's venomous blood running through your veins, we'd mm-hmm. probably be friends." Um, so I think that she also knows what I'm capable of because she knows that I'm yes. very manipulative, like she yeah. is. So I I don't blame her, no, because I do know that she. Carly is a little bit more naive and she knows that I operate very much like she does mm-hmm. and she knows how she operates so I wouldn't trust mm-hmm. someone like me around my kid either yeah. you know do you think that you and Stephanie's gonna have sex maybe wait you and Stephanie Lori and Stephanie well Did you know they, what really? that was a theory the the scene that wow. came when she was twisting I'm my smart. hair people were like oh my god now Stephanie's hitting on Lori and I'm like Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Me neither. But it's an an interesting uh, dynamic, for sure. Okay, so you have a question in the live chat. Aaron Robinson wants to know, how was it filming um, the scenes from episode nine with you and Stephanie, with you and Robin, when y'all was in the, um, what was it, the banquet or the... Oh, the the slap. Yeah, the slap. (laughs) Oh, that was, that was, I will say this, that was one of our, I can speak for a lot of people that or the women we had a really mm-hmm. good time shooting that because um, it was a all women's event mm-hmm. so uh, all the female cast members shot and we had a mm-hmm. female director um, who was fabulous so we had a very good time and um, <laughs> I love Robin I mean working with Robin is so much fun mm-hmm. but uh, we had a stunt coordinator on set for the slap and I was like you know Robin just just do the slap don't worry about it if you like br- you know brisk my face it's fine um, we did it a few times, and on a the few times, we did it a few times. <laughs> I mean, it's not a, it's not a real slap. I'm not. What is? Slapped. Can you do it on me? Yeah, I mean. Okay, let's see. Do okay, it. okay. Right. Do I need the? Is the sound effects with it or something? No, because I'm. Well, no, oh, okay. they add that later. Oh. Okay, but it's just you just gotta know when to move. Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's yeah, yeah. do it. I'm gonna slap. Just, do it. Do okay. it. Okay. okay. All right, ready. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there you yes. go. Yes. Okay. 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 World trained. Yes. So I told her like sometimes when you do that stuff, you know, you accidentally hit each other and. um on one of the takes she did <laughs> and she, I the split second I kept saying like oh don't break character because this is going to be so good and she of course broke character and was like I'm so sorry um, but we had a really good time shooting that um, mm-hmm. it was fun I love working with her because again our characters are so it's like it's always like a standoff like mm-hmm. who is gonna kind of uh out bitch the other one. Yeah, um, it's usually her, but because you know, I <laughs> let her have it, I'm like, whatever, you can have this one. But uh, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot yes. of fun shooting that. Okay, so now let's move on to Granddaddy Carlisle. We kind of found out he's a little dangerous, and Granddaddy Carlisle, he is about their life. And we find out because first, him and his conversation with Stephanie, he pulls her cars and calls her out for sleeping with Greg Peters. Now I have to say that. I did. There was some speculation that Stephanie's mom had also messed with a Peter. You brought this up before the show, and that yes. was very interesting because of what she said. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of like like mother like daughter, right. which would probably boil his blood. It's like, hold yeah. on, my wife was sleeping with y'all. Now I'm, I got my, uh, my daughter. daughter sleeping with y'all. I got my granddaughter sleeping with the other end. Like, oh trying, my god! You know he can't get control of his that's whole that's... family. So that that's probably was just like icing on the cake. Goodness gracious! And. I don't know. He, he was good. It. That was he a did. good scene. I that was. That was a good. He said, "Sit your pink ass down." He was, he like, was good. Yeah, he was pull. He pulled everyone's card, and we find out more about the English roles and why they are so pressed to get it is because basically Greg Peters' father he wants to somewhere to channel wash his all, money. Yeah, wash his money. So of course mm-hmm. it's something illegal, kinda. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> not kind of. Well, I mean, that's, 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 like, that's definitely illegal. That's, illegal. that's, that's why illegal. they are so pressed to get that. To even kill yeah. his yeah. own son. You know. And that's the thing that I think uh, that whole scene to me was so epic and was like to me the crux of the whole show because mm-hmm. it really showed the backstory. It really put, to me, it put everything into perspective. It really put Stephanie into perspective, how she's like just a spoiled little kid that's like, yeah. daddy, I want to take over. Daddy, I want to take over. And he's like, girl, you don't even know what you even getting into. Mm-hmm. Like, this thing is way deeper than what you think. That's why he told her in the beginning that your arrogance will get you, will be your downfall or something mm-hmm. like that, he had said. Mm-hmm. It really put into perspective of why she and Greg Peters like each other because both of them are spoiled kids mm-hmm. and they feel entitled right um, and that they're not getting what they want so they kind of bond I think Yala Van Zandt called that wound mates that, mm-hmm. they're, that they're more so wound mates mm-hmm. and put into perspective why Rondell really needs to give up what she's doing because mm-hmm. uh, at this point in time I was kind of with Rondell for a little bit but now I'm like okay now girl this kind of got a little out of control right. and you need to really give it up which I think Stephanie needs to come clean and that's the thing that I'm, why I'm having a hard time with her right now is because it's like just come clean and tell them what you really know because she's trying to like scoot around and to kind of steal stay like I got this under control mm-hmm. and then like just tell him that you about to die and so is Rondell <laughs> and Rondell don't give it up then people will have a whole different perspective and maybe fold into the case but right now it look like you just trying to get your way yeah right, right. you know Oof, yeah. child well you know I will say I, even <clears throat> if she told Rondell that someone was trying to kill her Rondell still wouldn't care because she basically found out she had a bodyguard and Rondell was like her daddy died but she cared now Rondell, well yeah. yeah now she cares she told the bodyguards to go away like she just well that's because she keep thinking from Greg Peters because Greg Peters she was like Greg Peters ain't gonna do nothing. Uh-huh. Technically, he not. He a pussy cat. But she don't know that he's the bottom line of the, of the kitty uh-huh. cats. Yeah, right? Right, it's yeah. all lying behind him. Yeah. And, and she don't see that. She don't know that. But Stephanie kind of got wind of that and is now trying to protect Rondell. And I'm like, just come clean yeah. and let them know what you didn't got them into. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Oh, poor Rondell. And I feel bad. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Greg Peters, he has some big balls coming into Thelma's place, coming into her establishment, trying to threaten her. But you know, Daddy put the rifle out on him. Which probably led us to more and so why they killed him because I don't it's think like, he, I don't think they did it. You don't think he? You I, don't think it was the th- Peters? No. Who you think I think? Take a guess. Me. No. Oh, no, wait. You're right here. Oh, oh, everyone wait, just wait, come on, wait, come on. You right there. I feel like you were on the same wavelength. Okay. Who you think? Um, who you think? Who you think? Um, who you think? Oh, you're making me nervous now. Um, I, I think it was Stephanie's dad. Really? Oh, yeah. And, and from the conversation, if you look at the context of that conversation, the context of that conversation was me and him is tight. I've been his Batman. I've been his Robin to his Batman, th- this eluded man that we don't know. Uh-huh. Right. And so and so and the way, one thing he said was everybody was off limits except for you. So now you own my radar. So you mess up again. I'm gonna kill you. Mm. And it showed he had too much investment into this deal of making this thing happen of washing somebody else's money. Mm. You know what I'm So I think he killed him. Dang. I think he killed him personally. What you think, Christina? I don't know. Who killed? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think she knows. I'm on point. I'm on you point. Know, you just don't want to tell. I just don't know. I, I, I just don't, don't know. Listen, I need to uh, be a writer, okay. a producer, an actor. Something I don't ambition. know. I don't know. And even if I, I don't even want to. You can't <laughs> tell us. I know you can't tell us, but you can. Wink, wink. Tell, tell, tell us off camera. <laughs> off camera. She's going to tell us off camera, y'all. So listen, oh well, God. Christina, tell us what you think about Bella. Let's get us to her. Yeah, we need to talk, talk about, about Bella. Bella and You know Ignacio. what? I'm putting it all out there, okay? <laughs> okay? Lori has been the butt of every joke, and I feel like yes. Bella. Yeah. I mean, she's getting enough for all of us. Yeah. Yes. Let's be real. Yeah. Maybe get kidnapped. She didn't yeah. even know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she was too busy, you know. I, I, that back crack. <laughs> Hot girl summer. I mean, I don't, I don't blame her. 
Like, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. But I just, I am bitter because I feel like she needs to be in the damn hot seat. And oh, she will be. That you get, that I'm you a get little, <laughs> yes. I'm, and by little, I mean yes. I'm absurdly <laughs> jealous. That It does seem like your moves are magnified and Bella's, everybody's just like, oh. oh yeah. 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 Like, oh, she's like, oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, uh, yes. I don't blame her, but I think we need to have a conversation. Okay, well, let's have it. So, Bella and Ignacio. Now, I will say this. <laughs> I take back all my comments I said last week about Bella being I'm sorry. Here. Thank you. I take back all the props I gave Bella last week. I said, oh, Eating Bella's crow. so strong. She did not the kiss. She's being professional. You hear that, Erica? It didn't last that long. You know. It didn't. Erica Page. It's all on you. It didn't last that long because this episode, I thought she was going to stay strong. But here mm-hmm. she go over here against the door. She had her sweater off her shoulder. Like, right. I saw it coming. I'm had like, the girl. Wine. Yeah. Champagne. Champagne. She, I mean, she, and yeah. she pointed out because he said, Ignacio said he came over last minute. It was unannounced. Yeah. So she's like, oh my gosh. Like, girl. I just happened When she went in there and tucked her kid away and walked out, like, he's sound asleep. He don't wake up till in the morning. Exactly. I was yep. like, girl, that's AKA. We about to get down yep. and busy. Now, I will say this, though. I knew that Ignacio was lying to this girl. I, I, I think it's a setup. I don't think he's telling her his mom about her work. All of this is just a plot to get the boy abducted, which in, eventually ended up happening. Who you think he's taking orders from? Mayor Lancaster. Of course. I don't think so. You don't think it's Mayor Lancaster? Mm-mm. Okay, I say. let me tell you why. It's Mayor Lancaster because he is the one who set up the deal. Okay. He put Ignacio in there. Okay. He didn't send the actual person to mom. He sent... Ignacio, which is the son, and so the whole time she's been dealing with Ignacio about this deal that she said. Well, she no. has Stephanie mm-hmm. look at the contract, so now it's making me think that it might be because I know for I will I will stand and admit that I thought that that was a scam. Okay, but now the more we're going through this, I'm thinking like maybe that's not a scam. However, I do think that the that uh, Stephanie's daddy is behind it. I I, I believe oh. he's the biggest puppet master. Just the more I keep seeing scenes with him and his mom, and the more how they allude to certain things, and how much you're so invested in washing somebody else's money, and how close it's coming to you getting your ass caught, but you still want to keep this contract. Mm. It just mm-hmm. alludes to just so much more that you have to be tied into this way more than what I think. And so you have four pieces to fall in place. You have to get the mayor in check, right? You have to get Stephanie in check. You got to get Rondell in check, because really those three are the three straight hairs that's causing a lot of this shit to happen if you really think right. about it. And so I really think that the daddy has a lot to do with this to try to pull all them back in. Christina? I mean, I we've definitely um, t- this scene with him, I think I never saw him in a mm. threatening me Who, neither. Ignacio? The daddy. The Stephanie's dad. Daddy. Oh, the daddy. Yeah. yeah, he just, changed everything. I, know, I mean, I, you, you can tell he's a... I mean, look, I mean... He's, he's got... He has Stephanie as his daughter. Yeah. You, ha- you have to be... You have to have some balls. But I, I just didn't see him until that scene. I mean, that was some, like, villain type... I mean, he killed it. But now, yeah, now it leaves you wondering, like, hmm, did we totally mm-hmm. leave yes. him out of the equation? And just because Stephanie is so powerful that we just kind of like let her take the reins, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, oh, he's. But who sent? Okay, so who sent Ignacio? Okay, y'all don't see the setup. Like, who sent Ignacio? Because Ignacio had to seduce her in order for them to take the son. So who sent Ignacio? That's what I'm saying. I think the it was daddy. Dad. 
How Mayor Lancaster is the one who set up the deal. Mayor Lancaster ain't as smart as you think, and so, and he and the daddy keep alluding to that that you have this this knucklehead of a man. The only thing he is, is a public figure. He's the one who who's able to maneuver situations, and that's the one thing that I've been noticing a lot about even me being out here in the entertainment business. Uh-huh. Is the ones who's usually the loudest and the ones in front and the talent are not the ones that's pulling the strings. The ones behind the scenes want you to be the ones out there so they can be behind the scenes doing whatever they want to do. And so as as the more I, I get into this business and the more I even watch uh, stuff like this, the more I get to notice that. And so now I'm, I'm not looking at the loud ones anymore. I'm uh-huh. not looking at the mayor anymore. I'm not looking at Stephanie anymore. I'm looking at who's falling behind the scenes but peek their head up every once in a while. That's okay. the mom. That's the dad. Okay. That's your mother. Mm-hmm. Right? Those people are the ones that we see but only see in pivotal moments. Right. Okay. Right. But I think that's also assuming that... And that's the thing is, too, is there's so many moving parts on yes, this show yes. that sometimes they dangle something over mm-hmm. here and then everybody and then something else is happening yes. over here. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that the two are happening because of one another. That's mm-hmm. true. Maybe you're just. just it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing is, too. I mean, even when I w- remember reading the script, I'd be like, wait, I, you have to highlight every character with different colors because it was just I would get kind of, you know, Caught distracted up. over yeah. here and then this would happen and mm-hmm. you yeah, then when you start reading between the lines yeah. you're like, "Oh, it was always right there. Mm-hmm. How did you not Yeah. How did you not see it?" Oh, okay. In the live chat, they are going in in the so live chat. So, why would I say I guess this is Gail asking, "Why would I say it's Stephanie's dad?" Who is he? Uh, is he who he say he is? I don't think so. Ignacio? I mean, I, I, the, Stephanie's father, um, uh, Mr. um Lancaster. I mean, not Lancaster, um Carlisle. Carlisle. I don't think so. I mean, he really has gotten everybody's attention. After you say some stuff like that and really talk about how deep you run, I think you now have gotten everybody's attention. And it's like, now hold the hell up. We've been putting your old ass onto retirement, and now you didn't pick your head up with some fangs. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Oh my well, he also always says, and he said it multiple times, that nothing happens in my firm or in my town without me knowing, not yeah. knowing about it. So I think he, he's like, that scared me he a little knows bit. some stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Daddy. Carlisle is a gangster. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Woo! Okay, now let's get into this dramatic, oh, no. sad... That wasn't dramatic? Depra- oh. <laughs> well, we got Crying Amara um, and mm-hmm. Titus. Oh, yeah, we ain't even talked about them yet. You know, I was saving out for the end because, you know, it was just real... You had some comments about this. Woo! Goodness You went gracious. off on Essence, this, so please. I love Essence Atkins. Now, this is why I'm so torn. <laughs> I'm so torn. It's not personal. I know. She came to the studio. <laughs> some people do be taking it so personal, no, but no, she didn't. No. She really didn't. Especially on this laugh. show, you can't take it personal. Yeah. So I just felt like um, the way she was pressuring that guy when he killed himself, I was so mad at her, even before he even killed himself, because I was just like, I found it so hypocritical. You're pushing him because he made a, pa- a bad decision, mm-hmm. and you sat up here and did this. You know what I'm saying? She and was it, like, trying to pull a Stephanie. She was trying to exactly, blackmail him. Exactly. And, but ain't got the heart for it. But she's not it. a Stephanie. Exactly. She ain't got the heart for it. She ain't cold-hearted <laughs> like Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah, so it just makes me... I don't know. Out of all the characters, Amara is just not my favorite. She's at the bottom of the list, and it's mm-hmm. just because I just feel like it's on this, teeter, this, this teeter-totter of I want to be a good girl, but, play, but do bad girl things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like I don't really care care for that whatsoever it's like take a stance if you yeah. cheated with all of Atlanta and you was about to leave like own that don't be like you caught it I'm so sorry I want you to yeah. stay it's like girl like and you have this man and so now you and, and when he gets going goes to jail or he gets into a fight with him allegedly you're like you're at, you're overreacting you just 
told this man on voicemail you was going to leave your husband for him. Right. It's like, so now you push this black guy into this crazy, um, hysterical moment, and now you want to look at him and call him crazy, and I don't mm. like stuff like that. Mm. I think that she... I, I, I think that she's stuck between... Um, like for an example you take Lori and you take Stephanie mm-hmm. okay. and and I always say like no matter what hate people right because they're both they both do a lot of questionable things mm-hmm. fair but I think Stephanie and Lori both know who they are yes. they both know that like they're very confident in making those decisions and they really don't care about what people think right. mm-hmm. I think that Amara is a better human like I, but I think that she's mm-hmm. caught in between who she is and who she wants to be, mm-hmm. and she's always kind of in the middle of that. And you know, she has this job, which is, you know, ethically a good job, and she wants to in be theory, this. Yeah. yeah, she wants mm-hmm. to be this wholesome person and do mm-hmm. good and and help the community and whatever. And then along the way, she makes these decisions, and you just see that she's kind of torn in between the two. She's a little bit more confused. I feel than yes. a lot of the characters. Uh, you and nailed it on the head. Yeah. That's what it is. That's she what it is. She, she and that's the part of out of everybody because even out of Carly, I feel like Carly is not confused. She's just discovering, and yeah. she's young, right? Amara, it's like, girl, you too old to be still confused <laughs> and playing games like this. She conflicted. Yeah, and She's it's just conflicted. like, pick a side, roll with it, stick with it, and understand it. Like, when you told your husband that you cheated and you saw the story, tell him everything. There's mm-hmm. no reason he should have found out from the man. There's no reason if you know how far you actually went and you did not tell him that you allowed this man to be here and you should have relocated. I know when Essence was here, we had that conversation. This is before we even knew this stuff. Now I know this stuff. I'm like double down in my position that she should not be in that position. She should leave her job because you were about to leave your marriage for this man. You know how much of a threat that is? You know, right. it's like that's, that's, that's to me, that's so disrespectful. That's mm. so disrespectful to tell But I think that's why we're, we're so invested in her story is because she stands out because she's really the one on, uh, the only one I think on the show that yeah. isn't like mm-hmm. very like makes these you know you yes. have Greg you have yes. Stephanie you have Lori you have uh, you know Evan who just makes these bold decisions and really doesn't care about yeah. it yeah. Um, so I think that it, it, it helps her stand out and she's confused because she's caught in this city where a lot of people are just very bold mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. what they do and she's confused yeah, yeah. love her she's I do confused. love asses ass, ass, don't hate oh. Girl, okay. I just want to clean it up so much. I do. You poured into the so spirit, much. but you was here last time. Realistically, she's the only good, like good person on the show. So, uh, yeah, Rondell, yeah, Rondell, yes, Rondell, And here's the thing Brady. about Rondell, mm-hmm. though, is that she makes decisions and she's not backing down on yeah. her decisions. It's yes. about the confidence that you exude. Right. I also think, though, that that um, Bella might kind of be there with with with, who? with, with who? Essence. With Amara, in the sense really? of being you a little break confused, this down for me, girl. I think that Explain. she's a little confused. I think that oh, confused, confused, yes. okay. confused. Yeah, no, I, I think like you know, or I, I would say Bella is more in the middle. She's not the Lori, but maybe she's or, or the Stephanie, but she's also not the the Amara. But I think that she, um, she, again, she's one of those people that wants to take a stance and wants to be the certain mm-hmm, person. She mm-hmm. wants to be the responsible mom and and the businesswoman. Okay, but she kind of is getting. Mm-hmm. Caught in the middle somewhere. Yeah. I, 
I can so, see that. I agree a little bit. You know, to a that. certain point, because what you really just, what I hear you talking about is them being caught between their ambitions and their morals. At to a for certain sure. point, for sure. And so, some those two characters, uh, Erica and and Amara, which is funny because both of those characters were at the bottom of my list, and Erica has r- risen up. And mm-hmm. I think the reason why Erica to me has risen up a little bit more is because she's become she's starting to own her decisions. Right. I'm all right. about that type of person. Right. Yep. I don't really care if you're a bad or good person. That's just my honest opinion. As long as you own what, what you, you do, do. Yeah. just right. own it. For right. Sure. The whole teeter tottering, and I want you know I want to seem like a good girl. That's why I want to tell you everything. I'm yep. going to tell you parts of it. That's for the birds. Yeah, I yeah. think Bella is just really trying to get. She's trying to find her place. Like mm-hmm. she's. I don't think she's trying to step on anyone's toes or for anything. Sure. She's Who? just Bella. Bella. Let me explain. I think Bella is really just trying to get her business started. I think she's not worried about all this other stuff. She just really wants her yes. business. She's talking to dudes to try to get what she wants, but I don't think she's a horrible person. Like she's no, she has to, no intention. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anybody but I don't, but I don't a horrible think, person. Yeah, no, I don't think Amara, I, like, I, I think Amara is a good person. I think that she made human mistakes, and yes. I think she's, but I don't think she's a bad person. No. And I don't, Bella, I also... I don't. I think Bella is one of the better people on the show. Like you can tell, she just has good intentions. She mm-hmm. just wants to be a good mother and she wants to start her business. Yeah. So where and are you saying she's better? Like if you have to like rank her from like a Titus to Stephanie, right? We're using those two as the, like or Titus to her to Stephanie's daddy, right? Those two. Pol- where are you putting her in that? Bella I, in the I think she's at a Titus. I think she uh, Bella. Yes, I think Bella is a good person. I think Bella. I think Bella. She just do dumb why? stuff. Why? Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> tell, tell me why. I think she's. She like, set up football, bay. She. she but Bella, me. dumb. No, she's just. We dumb. are not about to make she's, excuses for girls because it's hot girl summer. That's what we're not about to do today. Okay. Bella just. She just a little I think, naive. I think a Bella's big. a little naive. Thank I don't, you. Now, if a guy yeah, had done you. that, y'all would not have called him naive. Y'all would have called him a player, a pimp, and all types of things. Probably. Right. But I. But I do think that. And and if she came out the gates like doing that stuff, she had already a little bit of character development. We saw her as a mom. We saw her as a daughter. We saw her as a business owner. We saw all that before she mm-hmm. started doing that other stuff. So that helped her, like that character development. You, you could tell she's a she's a good person. Yeah. Okay. In the live chat, it says crying yeah. Amara. Nobody told her to go to that man's room. He just told her earlier that day not to bother him. Got her feelings hurt when she opened the door. Oh, my God. Okay, so, wait, so since we just moved to Amara, I have a question. So, Christina, is Titus wrong for pushing Amara away when she came to him crying? He just told her to leave. I was going to say, you want to answer that question? I do, but I want you to answer that question. I want you to answer it first. Um... I think he, um, again, if roles were reversed, mm-hmm. I would tell the girl, you better push him away, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm trying to look at it in the same way. I think that, I mean, I can't imagine if I had been married to somebody and I found all these recordings and all this uh-huh. stuff, I wouldn't know what to feel. Mm-hmm. I think he's putting the foot down. And From I, the person who works with her every day, you see her every day. I don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame And also, he... I think Amara is a good person, but I think Titus is a very good person. Yes. And, yeah. and even though he made the mistake with Stephanie, and we know, or, or he used to date Stephanie and he ended up dating her, like, he's a good guy. You love him. He's just a good guy. And um, I don't I don't blame him. I think she needs to sweat a little bit. It okay. says Amara isn't confused. She lies to suit her needs and isn't faithful in her relationship. 
Friendship, backstab Stephanie, or marriage. Okay, but Tish. listen. Glad I kind of agree with that. This is what I said. You're it, like, I'm happy I'm like, about the hot seat. Thank God it's not me this week. Listen, this is why I don't agree with Titus pushing away Amara. Oh, I don't. On, because okay. it's old. I said last week that it was an old issue. Okay. They already moved past it. It's all he you've already forgave her. He the only reason he got mad again was because she said that it wasn't um cuz when she said it was one mistake, he thought right, it was one, one time, time, but she said no it was a mistake, but they did it multiple times, but it the whole situation was a mistake. So he he basically got mad at something he already knew about just because of verbiage, but they already moved past. No, I no, agree no, no. That. That's not the truth. Here's huh? the reason why. The only way I'm you caught. can say something you could something is old is if you know everything. Right, you he don't know everything. What, 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 what he knew was old. What he knew was and to and but we don't. We never saw that conversation how it came out. What he knew from our perception is that they had sex one time from that from that thing, and that part was gone. What was not gone he was him was them working. That's true. But you mm. allowed him to assume. Why would you not fully disclose? I was about to leave you. Why would you not fully disclose? Now when he's back working with her, that's a new situation caused by an old seed that you've planted. I see I see both sides. I do. I see both sides because I am like I believe okay if you you mess up in a relationship and you decide you want to move forward mm-hmm. that's two people saying okay do you want to do this do you want to move right. forward and you make that decision but yes it's easy to say okay we talked about it let's move on and you ain't told everything but if something like I can't imagine then hearing that and it just becomes that much more real he probably needs some more time there, I don't think there's any right way to handle it mm-hmm. but and, and I think that he's I still think that he's doing it in a respectful way like he's not he's not do you don't blame aggressive her? So about it. You don't think that it was wrong. Do you guys think, from my perspective, this is the one thing that I have a hard time with, is I don't my, infidelity is a hard thing to hit mm-hmm. a relationship uh-huh. for these type of reasons. And you you allowed this man to believe the lesser version of what you did this whole time. So you were not honest when you came clean, right? So to me, it seems like were you really sorry or were you sorry that you only got caught? Because if you were really sorry, you would have told the whole truth. There's no reason he that she when this man she got caught. But also, we don't know. So the whole then why? So I don't think he's wrong for pushing her away because you only mm-hmm. saw you got caught, or you would have told the whole story. I think what we need to know is I think we need to know how the conversation went down the yes. first time. Did he say was it more than once, or was he just dumb enough to not ask? Like, did yeah, he just should I he think. have to ask? Well, if you did the wrong, I don't know how much to ask because I don't know how far you go. I mean, I, mean, I will ask. ask. I will ask everything. You I want me the too. Like the whole yeah, we have uh, to know. We have to hear that conversation. I think, okay. Chris. Do flashbacks. Goodness. Come on. Are they going to do flashbacks? I don't know. Do flashbacks. They don't Listen, tell me anything. so we find out that, of course, Amara goes to visit her husband and Stephanie opens the door. So it ends just like that. So we just going to have to tune back in, guys. So whew, I do want to move into more about you, Christina. Oh, yes. <laughs> whew, for those that don't know, you did start off with all that. I did. Which is um, mm-hmm. more of comedy. So with ambitions is more of a drama. Yes. So I have to ask you, what are you more passionate about, comedy or drama in acting? Oh, um, I've always done comedy. Mm-hmm. Comedy is, um, I think I use more in life than mm-hmm. than drama. I mean, my mom would say otherwise, but um, <laughs> I use comedy to cope. Mm-hmm. I use comedy for everything. It's just a tool that I use. So I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. with comedy. Gotcha. Um, that being said, uh, Ambitions was my first drama ever. Mm-hmm. So really? I was, yes. I was very intimidated. Uh, and it's funny, having a comedic background, if you take a script, I mean, you can change any comedy to a drama with different mm-hmm. timing. 
so it's so funny because there would be some times where I would get a script and just being so well versed with comedy I would read a line and I'd be like if I wait a second too long to say that it becomes a joke or it becomes a funny mm-hmm. line and yeah. it's a drama so um you know, when I got the show, I was nervous because I was like, I've never done drama. Like, can I do this? Do I have the tools to do this? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just realize as an actor, you have all the tools and you just have to access them. Um, I, it's so funny. My acting teacher back in the day knew that I hated drama. Anytime I'd go to class, he would always give me drama scripts because he was like I know you hate it but you're really good at it Mm -hmm. and you're gonna keep thinking you hate it until you just do it a bunch Mm -hmm. and then I started to love it um ambitions I was like addicted to playing Laurie because it was unlike anything I had ever done and I think Laurie is like in a lot of ways my alter ego like she freaky in a lot of well In whatever ways you want. Hot girl summer. Hot girl fall. Thank you. Oh, hot girl fall. Um, I miss hot girl summer, so I'm coming in late on the uh, on the train. But I, um, it was. I think it was the best test for for doing drama because um, Lori is so confident that I couldn't show any nerves, and mm-hmm. I was very nervous at mm-hmm. first playing her, um, especially when like Will Packer was around and Lionsgate was around. I'm like, this is terrifying. Gotcha. Um, and then, How do you handle your nerves in those? Because I think for actors and actresses, being in situations like that, how do you keep your tools and your craft sharp when you're that nervous? Um, I think that you literally just... Um, you. You have to stop playing characters like you're doing the actions yourself. And, like, you know, sometimes people get scripts and they're like, oh, this is weird. Like, I would never do this. And I'm like, well, you're not doing it. You're playing a character who's doing it. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I just, for me, I will say, like, hair, makeup, and costumes is so unbelievable on this show. Shout out to everybody that worked on all of that. that sometimes we would do a read through and I would be in my sweatpants and I was feeling a little nervous and the second I was Lori mm-hmm. like the second my hair was yeah. done and my mm-hmm. makeup Looking and I was character. in my wardrobe I was like could take on the world yeah. so that helped my confidence and then just um, we got very lucky we worked with a really good cast and crew everybody made us feel very comfortable mm-hmm. so luckily that that you know that can always be an extra intimidation factor if you're working with people that maybe you don't get along with or or you're not super close with yeah. um, but when you work with people that's like family it yeah. just it becomes easy and the second I mean we shot the lip lick scene as mm. the first scene of the entire show wow. I had met uh, Kayla two days prior to that. Oh my God. Is that what conversations did you guys have prior to that? Was it like, hey, are you okay? Can I lick the bottom lip first? Well, she, <laughs> <the top> lip? <laughs> well I mean, she didn't know she didn't know that um, her character was gay. Oh. Um, she didn't know that at first. And um, I knew and we were at the table read and she started, she found out about it and we talked about it and um, Walk us through that conversation, like a snippet of that conversation. Well, if for me, um, I'm I'm a very. Um, it takes a lot for me to be uncomfortable or okay. to, um, it, to be offended or feel violated. It takes a lot for me. Like I am that way. So um, I had said to her, like, listen, if there's anything, I don't know what we're going to be doing this mm-hmm. season, but if there's anything that you're uncomfortable with or yeah. whatever, like, let me know or we can talk about it and. Um, it, it, we never had to have that conversation and we became really good friends which yeah. helped yeah. I mean we went out da- like clubbing one night in LA and we were just like oh this is gonna be so easy but mm-hmm. we met at the table read and then we shot the lip lick scene we had a 3am call da- time like 
four days later. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Will Packer was there. Mm-hmm. I was exhausted. I hadn't ever done drama and I'm like right now I gotta lick this girl's <laughs> lips but that set the tone for the entire season and I was like if I can do that like day one I'm good yeah. and ever since then it was like whatever it was threesome how do you go down how do you come down from I know we're about to have to wrap up but how do you come down from a very sexually charged or aggressive scene like that how do you come down out of that on set like after I just lick your lips and they say cut how does that <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't, I think it's just, um, you know, the same way that you guys do this and mm-hmm. then go about your, you know, it's the, you. it's the same thing. Okay. It's, Acting. it's, yeah, it's just so, um, you don't think about it. It just happens. I'm playing a character and then they yell cut and I'm making jokes with everybody. You mm-hmm. know, it's, I, I can't explain it other than it's just kind of, um, innate to who you are after a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, one more question because we do have to wrap up. But so, Christina, I want to talk about your hidden talent. Oh, no. Do people know you're a rapper? You spit a little bars here I didn't even know you were a rapper. She spit a little bars. Listen, this all started, hold on, this all started because I played a rapping embryo once upon a time and all that, and then everybody loved running with the idea that I was a rapper. But, I mean, I won't turn down a rap if you want me to rap. Come on. Do you you remember the rapping embryo? Uh, Oh, absolutely. I remember it. it. Come on. Okay. All right, I can do that one. I can uh. Uh, embryo, yo, yo, it's little embryo, yo, yo, uh, I'm the youngest rapper rapping, you can start the celebrating, I'm in my mama's tummy dropping rhymes and incubating, say go, 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 yo, 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 if you want to have some lunch, I can meet you at the deli, I've been sucking on my thumb, hanging in my mama's belly, say go, 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 little embryo, yo, yo, I'll be here all week. If you were a rap, what would your rap name be? Yes. Um, Lori. Lori. The White Devil. Oh, my God. This is so great. Thank you so much, Christina, for stopping by. Where can we find you on social media? Oh, um, Instagram, at Christina Kirkman. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just joined Twitter. Please come by and say hi, but don't harass me because I get a lot of harassing things after the episodes. <laughs> I think I am C. Kirkman 7. I'm new. So come by and say hi, and that's yeah. where I'm at. Yes. D-Ran, where can we find you at? On all social media platforms under D-Ran Anderson. That's D-E-E-R-A-N Anderson or D-RanAnderson.com. Hello. Hello. All right, everybody. AJ, follow me on Instagram at Crimson Pearl. And, you know, this was it. I'm so sad because it's, it was a good final. season. Yeah. We'll, we'll be, be back. back. We'll be back. We'll be back, guys, and we'll catch you guys in a few months. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.